Welcome to episode number 185, I Am Found. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Heck, Goose, Christian, and Frank. I am found. In this episode, we have special guest Christian and Frank Hanna. We cover topics that range from apparel printing, designs, brand building, vintage merchandise, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Thomas Paine and Bobby Knight. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. These guys came in strong with the found apparel <laughs> on. I love it. Um, and, and just right off the bat, uh, since obviously we have the Blessed Lifestyle brand, we can tell quality. And so we appreciate that. So uh, you guys are you guys are in for a treat with this one. Thank you. Um, all right. So for those of us to, who do not know who you are and what you do, Christian, we'll start with you. And then Frank, let us know. Sure. So um, found is kind of a, a big big brand for us we do a lot of have our hands in a lot of different pots but um i am the found i'm am found creative on instagram so that's the apparel and screen printing side of our business um i opened up a in-store location at uh, above laced about last year um and right we've been just having people in you know help building their brands up uh helping their apparel needs you know um i have a background in graphic design so i started screen printing and doing graphic design in high school, and I'm now at the University of the Arts on Broad Street, nice. um, where I'm studying graphic design. Um, I actually worked here in Bristol last year, or the year prior to starting my Found Creative at uh, Field Sprintwear. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, so I I worked there, and you know, kind of got some like real work experience with screen printing, and I quickly realized like I want to do so much more. Yeah. And so I realized I have to have my own, and um, so our mutual friend Antoine uh, hooked me up and he said, Hey, I got a space above lace. I really having a hard time filling it with somebody who's going to stay there yeah. and work. And uh, so I said, you know, I'm in, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think the field is like what we grew up on, right? Yeah. We had like our, our little recreational leagues, you know, like baseball, we had like, you know, the sponsor in the front, the yeah. number in the back, the yeah. field family. I'm pretty sure that's who yeah, did yeah. us in little league and our little basketball teams. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So great experience that that family had a business for, or still has a business for yeah, generations. I, I think they started in like the early nineties or something. They're okay. like that's exactly pretty old. We yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Frank and yourself. I have the Instagram found online. Mm-hmm. which is kind of our curated vintage finds page. Nice. Um, it's really a passion project, more so than, than a s- side business sure. for the time being, but it, it brings a lot of attraction to what Christian is doing and what the found brand is, um, separate from just these vintage pieces. Um, and it's not vintage as in, like, um, your grandpa's mink coat type <laughs> vintage dang i wish my when grandpa we, had a mink coat when we say vintage it's like 90s streetwear cool um, oh, stuff nice. that i grew up okay. wearing. huge hip-hop influence um, and everything absolutely 
So yeah. that's that's what the found online page is all about. But it's all about driving traffic back to the found creative part and, mm. and try to do uh, individual projects for other people that are up and coming, other thrift pages, other young generational, whatever it is, barber shops that Christian's working with, and, mm. and just so many different options. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so so explain found, right? How, how did the name come about? Well, yeah, so so originally we were doing the vintage under the name Slam Dunk Deals, okay. which was, you know, a decent name, but we kind of felt like we needed to do a better job of branding us for who we are, which is a Philadelphia-based vintage clothing, mm-hmm. and uh, in vintage clothing, it's very important where you are. That's kind of a big part of what you are bringing in. You know, since we're in this area, we get a lot of feeding from like New York and stuff around the, the thrifts around here. So um, we took Philadelphia and found, as in found objects, found vintage, and put it together in the PH spelled found. Um, That's awesome. And the kind of, the kind of, it has a lot of meanings too, because like you said, it, it, the vintage helps to drive traffic to us, but it also, is where a lot of the influence comes in my creative stuff. Like I'm looking at a lot of vintage clothing from the eighties and nineties, and that's very heavily influencing what I can do, you know, because a lot of, a lot of screen printing business businesses stop at, um, okay, this contracting company wants something on their shirt and we're just going to print what they want. And that's, you know, it's over, you know, it's just, it's just a t-shirt somebody wears, somebody throws away, but, we have more of an appreciation for longevity and the fact that there's these shirts from the eighties that maybe somebody back then was like, man, this is just a throwaway, nothing concert tee. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. buy it at a M&M concert and whatever. But then, you know, 20, 30 years later, it's a hundred and something dollars on our website because it's dope absolutely. and yeah, uh, hard to find. And, you know, there's a lot of people who have that same kind of appreciation, appreciation. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, so growing up my, um, uh, and, and there's, there's a, a story behind this growing up my dad would take us to flea markets all the time and um we we were vendors and i kind of learned a little a hustle a little side hustle on that um but the mindset of going to the flea market you have different kinds of people right some people just want i just want new stuff and that's it some people just go for fruits and vegetables and that's where they get the stuff right mm-hmm. then you have people who are collectors and they collect specific things i remember a guy who just wanted military fatigue. I remember a guy who came up to us who wanted specific pans, like cooking pans. Do you have X, Y, and Z brand? And then you had people collecting vintage items such as sneakers, jerseys, all kinds of stuff. And um, what I absolutely love, and I still get a thrill out of it, so Frank, I want you to speak on this. It is like a treasure hunt, right? I just got the chills. It's like when you find something, it is you get so pumped up. It's yeah. like, dude, this is exactly what I wanted. This is why I love this. There's there's no better way to describe it than a treasure hunt. Yeah. Like I grew up as a kid collecting baseball cards, bottle caps, stamps, whatever mm-hmm. stupid trinket it was. Absolutely. And that evolved into sneakers once the means were there and then clothing. And it just keeps growing. And now every time I go into a thrift shop, flea market, scour eBay, whatever it is. I'm just looking for something that connects either myself to the past or mm-hmm. can connect someone else to the past. Because I, I know it creates that same excitement for people when they can find a shirt that maybe when they were 100 pounds lighter as right, a freshman right. in high school, right. that now they can wear again um, just in a, a size twice as big as it was back then. But it, it is creating that excitement, both personally and also being able to share that with other people and now passing it on to, to Christian and our, my younger sons as well seeing them have an interest in sneakers. It's just cool to keep passing it on and, and on. We talk about a lot with um, 
like music, right? So you hear a song growing up and it it takes you back to that mm-hmm. era or whatever that time period is or it was, you know, when you broke up with that one girl or whatever. It's just funny how, how it does that. Um, and, and in our case, uh, about a couple episodes ago, we were talking about when the Phillies won it in 08 and that feeling, it just went directly back to it. And as soon as you see, I saw somebody with a Phillies hat said champs on it, 2008, mm-hmm. it takes you, it's almost like a time warp. It takes you straight back there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a connection that's beyond style, right? It's almost right. even like a feeling is attached, yeah. uh, to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, we tried to kind of capture that in some of our descriptions on, on our website. And I would love for some, for people to check them out because we're really, you know, and, and especially with my dad's Instagram page as well, like even some vintage sellers are, are more interested in the flip than yeah. they are in the mm-hmm. find and the, the archiving of it. And like we post stuff that we think is really special and that we really think people need to look at. Like that's the kind of stuff we're chasing. You know, we, we, we dip our toe in the hype beast stuff and the, the sure. Jordan releases and all that um, because that's what's current. But mm-hmm. there's also so much more to be found at these at these thrifts that is just going to go lost if, sure. if nobody's, um, you know, there to love it. There's a part of it where you're giving it to somebody so that they can be the one who takes care of it and appreciates it. Because yeah. we find a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily appeal to us. You know, it's not our favorite band. It's not our favorite country sure. singer. But some guy out there is like, man, I can't wait till they, till somebody finds this for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what eBay is. You know, that's in sure. general, it's, it's just connecting the dots for people. Yeah. So, so when you go out and you're, you're looking for, you know, obviously, and, and, and sometimes the mindset is, I remember this happened to me, me and my dad. So my dad was a collector of a die cast old school metal cars. Right. And, um, sometimes he, not that he forgot that that's what he was looking for because he never really forgot. He always had his mind open to it. So we'd go and my mom's like, oh, I want X, Y, and Z. Um, I want this vegetables. Mm. So make sure you just, whatever you guys do, make sure you come back with that. <laughs> so my dad put like a little 20 piece on the side and he's like, all right, I got mom's vegetables and everything else. His mind was always open looking for something. So even though, uh, can you explain that process? Your mind always being uh, open and, and just being aware. That's of the law the of attraction. Yes, you, exactly. You just put it out there and, yeah, uh, but but for me, when I'm out like hunting on a rack, like there'll be racks, hundreds and thousands of shirts long, and although you you really like the t-shirts that we're wearing, the newfound ones, yeah, you can recognize the difference between something that was made in the last decade mm-hmm. versus something that was older. Right. So just peeking for those collars that are different. He has a the, he has a muscle s- memory for it at this point, and it, 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 they just feel different. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you can recognize like what a polo, a real Ralph Lauren polo looks like compared to any Coles and, and Target shirt, mm-hmm. just yeah. based on the cotton that you can see poking out from the hanger and just being able to scan. And it's, it's really cool when, you, when that thing catches your eye or like the ribbing on a champion jersey. That's different than any of the jerseys they made in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And you just know it's something special. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I remember uh, in high school when we played you know, basketball or whatever, they had our school. I went to a public school, um, but they still had where the jerseys you wore in the next year, you know, they took them to the dry cleaners the next year. You also wore them, right? Like whatever it was, but whatever they had, it was like, um, the brand, it was like so thick. It was so well put together. Yeah. And like you're saying like the mm-hmm. ribbing around the, the, like the, the shoulders and the, and the neck area. And then like, 
I guess it was like the year after, of course, they raised enough money and they bought new jerseys. Well, they got these like, this was like when AI was hot too, where they had the long shorts and stuff. Yeah. They had these like flimsy like gym shorts. I'm like, that looks like trash compared <laughs> to what we had. We had like nice stuff. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's crazy. If you, if you come across jerseys from before, like when our parents played sports that are on like Rawlings mm-hmm. and Sand Knit and different really nice mesh yeah. that was made well, it holds up. Still, right now, if you found one of those verse, like a Nike jersey that was made five years ago that probably already had the swoosh fall off and the numbers are fading, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it's, it's crazy it's how much yeah. more care went into them. And, and it's, it's a dying thing right now that if, if you can find one, it's, it's really cool to just feel that and be like, man, some little kid in 1960 was playing baseball in this yeah. jersey. So, I, I really love that. Cool. Yeah. I love that. So is there like a community with this stuff? Huge. Like, do you guys, yeah? So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how do you guys connect with each other or, you know, well, stunt your finds? So um, originally, uh, he, was in, he was into this thrifting and stuff, and he put me onto a show called The Show on YouTube, okay. which is run by a, a company called Round Two, okay. which um, is, I don't know, kind of the most well-known vintage, Pro- probably. probably. Um, but their show was just people coming into their store and bringing things and them essentially appraising them and being like, this is how much this is worth. This is how much this is worth. And I was like, Oh, this is like, they're bringing old clothes to these guys and like they're buying them. Yeah. And then they're selling them. And I was like, that's weird. And so that's where I got into it, where he got me into it after I saw all the stuff that was piling up in our garage. And, um, (laughs) and so, you know, but there's a huge community and, and the guy, I don't know if you know. So the guy who started that company is the guy who made the the kind of rainbow air Air Maxes a couple years ago. Super famous, Sean Witherspoon. That's right. So he blew up, and Mm -hmm. LeBron James was wearing his shoes and stuff like that. And that was kind of a big deal for the vintage community because this was like one of our guys, and he was doing this cool thing with Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So do you guys? is it is it a thing where is there like a place where you guys go and kind of show off what you found or is it not show off in a healthy way kind of like look look what i found um or is it just kind of everyone just does their own thing but you kind of follow these guys i mean instagram's definitely where everyone shows what they have yeah, at yeah. any given time but there's pop-ups there's oh, like cool. vintage flea markets where it's just the clothing that are sold there whether it's in philly or um there's one uh coming up in a few months out in the reading area okay um but yeah it's it's there's so many people involved in this now because there's barrier to entry is ten dollars and it and a phone where you can start an Instagram account. That's right. And if you can find something with that first ten bucks and flip it, you can start bankrolling on that. Hmm. And that's why any any little kid, a twelve, fourteen year old kid that can get to a thrift store, yeah, can start making money in it in a nice productive way that's that's good for them. Absolutely. Um, all right. So s- switching things up a little bit and. Sure. Can you talk a little bit about how you went from uh, kind of the, the design background to taking yourself serious enough to buy your own equipment mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of take us through that process? Yeah, sure. So um, I've definitely been a little bit more entrepreneurial from the start. Um, yeah. So one of the things after I learned that all that stuff was in the garage was I, I was talking to it, talking about it with my friends and they were like, oh, that's cool. So can I come look at it? And I was like, Oh, I guess. Yeah. So I had a friend in the garage and he bought, you know, 
$120 worth of stuff. Wow. And I was like, oh, I got something here. So I opened it up to everybody at my school. Yeah. And I put it on my Snapchat and my Instagram and stuff. And I was like, hey, if you guys want to come through, come through. And this was like junior, senior year of high school. And so it was huge. And like for the next five weeks, there were, you know, 10, 20 people coming into our garage in wow. the middle of a residential area being <laughs> yeah. like, being like, here, take my money and yeah. I'll, I'll take this old, you know, number 45 Jordan off your, off your hands. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Um, and that eventually died down as, you know, kids were like, oh, I mean, I can get this stuff over here too. And this, and, and it just got people interested, which was what was really cool. Absolutely. And um, so from there, you know, I went off to college at uh, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, okay. which is where um, round two their original store was and um so i went there because they had a great graphic design program and it didn't end up working out there so i moved back here and got the job at fields okay and um so i was going to school at uarts and and working at fields and um you know i just i knew that there was something that i had with found that was interesting the way it connected to the apparel yep sure and so i was like i need to strike now because I have a mentality where it's like fail now because I don't have a lot of worries right now. I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have a house. So I can do that kind of thing where I take that next step now while I'm in college, see if it can, I can build it to somewhere. And, um, you know, I got to thank Antoine, honestly, because him and my father have just had the most, you know, like given me the most room to fail. You know, they've, they believed in me and just been like, yeah, go do it. Like, he was like, my dad was like, are you going to do 100%? And I was like, I don't think I know how not to. So, yeah. And nice. he's like, then do it. And I was like, all right. And Tuang gave me a, you know, a great deal on the space. And, you know, he, he's got so many businesses going on right now. I mean, he's, he's practically funding the apparel by himself. You know what yeah. I mean? There's so many guys in there um, that I'm doing work for. And it's just like, it's worked out so far, you know. And yeah. buying, the, buying the equipment is a huge, you know, it's a huge leap, honestly. You know, sure. it's it's a lot of money, but, um, you know, I had some money saved up from fields and I was like, you know, no time like the present. So just going to rock with it and see what happens. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and Frank, I want you to kind of now give us your version of what he basically said. And when you see your son kind of pursuing something that he's obviously passionate about and how, if there's other dads looking at their kids now, they can relate to that story. Absolutely. Um, both myself and my wife um, are extremely proud of what he's been able to do in such a short time. Um, he definitely is cracked from her mold. Yeah. Um, she has an awesome <laughs> side gig going right now. Oh, cool. Shout out to Silly Spoons. Um, nice. That's her business, and it started like his with like just a little nugget, and it's just blossomed into something incredible. Nice. Um, so that's awesome to watch both of them like take off like this. That's right. We'll um, have to have her on. Yeah. She should she, be on here, yeah. She, For sure. <laughs> Um, but just seeing him, him take like uh, an inch that was given to him from Antoine and and that little space and just putting these, like he'll be the first one to admit he doesn't know how to use a tool, but he put this whole shop together, (laughs) all the pieces of it and they all work. It's awesome. Um, and he puts out apparel that looks like it was done at a big shop and it's really cool. Yeah. So your Instagram is, uh, found creative. All right. So there, there's, cause there's a lot going on there. Yeah. But Antoine also shares a lot of your stuff. Yeah. And so 
right off the bat, as soon as I saw the stuff, I'm like, all right, this is quality. As soon as you gave, <laughs> so he came in here, um, and this is how you do it, guests, future guests. You come in here with your product, <laughs> and, and you, you you walk the walk. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, for yeah. real. Um, and the first thing I went for was the letters. I wanted to feel it because we know mm-hmm. there's so much just no offense but there's a lot of junk out there and just yeah. people just put just yeah. you know sloppy product together where the first thing i went for was the letters and i knew the brand right or you know right off the the bat so he has really good high quality products um the printing that he does is second to none so do you want to talk about quality yeah i mean and 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 like i think anybody listening to this can understand like i'm very new to yeah. everything but that doesn't mean that i'm not striving to have the best quality product sure. Mm-hmm. every time yeah um and a lot of that is working with your client you know because people will ask for something but they don't really know what they want yeah. you know they they say i want my shirts printed but how do you want them printed you want a vinyl you want them screen printed you want what kind of material you're looking at what kind of colors how many you know this is all stuff that i handle so that you don't have to um and it's about having that person that knows what they're doing so that you can you know just help them along and help them get to where they need to be. Um, so, you know, quality is a huge thing and, and quality is an ever growing thing. It's always just a, it's a, it's a, you're always striving to be more perfect and you never are, you never will be, but you're always trying to get that product that somebody can, somebody, somebody will, will notice that difference, you know, notice the work you put in and, and, I think a big thing, uh, Frank, I think a big thing with quality, it, it has to do with your the vintage merchandise, right? The reason why we're so attracted, obviously the style is one thing, but we were talking about just the jerseys and, and I mean, God forbid if you played for like the Phillies in the 70s or 60s because those jerseys were so thick and you had a summer game, <laughs> you were sweating your tail off, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but to speak to quality, I think that's part of the attraction, right? Absolutely. And and he can see that in the shirts that we have hanging on the, the vintage racks. Yeah. Is that they've survived for a reason. Yeah. Um, so there was like a time period, like 90s late 90s through early 2000s where everything was done on a black shirt and a lot of people saved these black shirts but if they weren't washed they would be dry rotted Mm. so that's like a devastating thing when you come across a shirt on the racks in a thrift or at a flea market and you can just see how brittle it is because it's never been washed and it will actually just shred right in your hands so there's certain ways to take care of product as well and that's all all circles back again to having the right quality up front Um, it, it can really change everything moving forward yeah, yeah for sure um so i know po- one of the things you posted was a um a couple of the products that you are currently doing for people to brand either their business mm-hmm. or just have personal items um i believe it was water bottles or something else yeah so h- how can you explain a little bit about the expansion going from clothing and also you know tinkering with other products mm-hmm. yeah and and i we brand ourselves as found creative because um I'm more interested in just helping you solve the problem that you have rather than like, I'm going to work I'm going to only print t-shirts and that's all we do, you know, because I understand that people have different needs. Mm-hmm. And so when a guy from Karen university comes to me and says, Hey, I want 15 bottles for my sports team. I go, okay, well, I've never done that before. I don't know how to do that, Yeah, but I'm certainly capable of figuring it out and giving you a good product. So yeah, let's do it. You know, and that's, and that, that, that all came out of working with Anton. You know, before I started at that location, I had been working with Anton, Antoine for 
two, three years prior to that. Yeah. And, you know, he's the kind of guy where he'll come to you with a, a big idea and he'll yeah. go, mm. can we do this? And, I, and I'll say, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't know how, but we're going to do it. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's a big thing. You know, I always like to meet him in person with clients or at least have a long conversation on the phone, like to see, you know, what they're about. And like some clients will come and they'll be like, yeah, quality's whatever, you know, get me the cheap stuff. But yeah. then other people will be like, hey, I want to do something cool. And I'm like, okay, let's get to work. Yeah. yeah. So, so explain the, the customer experience, right? Mm-hmm. So you have um, Miguel's Riverside Barbershop is a perfect example. Sure. And he wants to get, there's a logo right above his doorway over there. He wants to get that specific logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes out for anyone listening right now and you want to get something done. Let's just start out with just hoodies and shirts. Yeah. Um, what does that process look like? Well, you know, first... First, I would ask, do you have the vector versions of your files, which most people don't know what that is. That just means that that's the professional standard file format for printing. So that can mean a lot of different types of printing, but it allows essentially me to get your artwork from the computer onto a screen printing screen and then onto your t-shirt. So that's the first thing that's most important, but then people will ask for prices. and. Prices are great, and people like to think that they can go, how much is this? And then I, I'll go, it's this. Yeah. But it's really more like, well, do you want this T-shirt or this T-shirt? How important is it that you have a fashion cut T-shirt or a 100% cotton or, you know, what is it you're looking for? And I work with them to get that. Sometimes we have to order in samples. Sometimes, you know, things, things get more complicated than that. But, uh, you know, I asked them a series of questions, which I've pretty much got nailed down at this point. And uh, well, as soon as they hit me back, I, you know, do a little computer work, get their price. And then as soon as they're paid or, you know, put their deposit down, we get to work. And that's, you know, what I try to do most is, you know, it's it's tough to be one person and have a, you know, week and a half, two week turnaround. But I do it because I do it. I'm able to do it because people will put down the money and I immediately start to work. You know, I, I immediately get your screens ready, your order goes in, your shirts get arrived the next day or the day after that, and then, you know, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Is there, is there a limit to the types of materials, right? So if someone's listening and they have, um, I don't know, like an athletic brand, for example, where, you know, there's a lot of polyester, I'm assuming it's polyester. Yeah. Like the dry fit stuff yeah, sure, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they want something printed on that. Is there a difference? Obviously, in price, there's going to be a difference, but is there mm-hmm. a difference for you in your process? Yeah, and and sometimes with polyester, it's... So a lot of people think um, that vinyl on, on T-shirts is kind of the cheaper option. Like, you get a vinyl T-shirt, and then you wash it a couple of times, and it'll peel. Sure. And that's sometimes true, but with polyester, it's kind of maybe a better option sometimes. If you have a Nike shirt at home, you'll notice that there's a vinyl... Um, swoosh at the top left there is which is because the vinyl and the polyester are both plastic materials so they bond together better than a cotton and polyester materials would bond so that's sometimes the better option other times you want to do multiple colors and you want to print it on polyester it's better to go with screen printing because screen printing is much easier to get a multicolor complex design rather than vinyl where you're sitting there weeding out which we did for the first couple months of our business because we didn't have the press. Sure. And that is just not sustainable. You waste a whole lot of time. Yeah. 
and the um, the eyebrow pluckers get old real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we've, we've done that before, too. Yeah, you um, get carpal tunnel, and yeah. you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. brutal. <laughs> you start complaining. The design gets intricate. You're like, oh, no. Why did I say yes to this? Um, yeah, no, that's hilarious. So that's good, though, because it's good to, um, when we're talking about quality, right, and every time we have a, a business owner on here, we talk about your brand is being represented with every product you create, right? Absolutely. So if you're, if someone's coming to you and they're hell bent on a particular, you know, material, and you know, dang well that it's not going to work, is that a yeah. conversation you're willing to have with them? Like, yeah. I understand what you want, but I think this is the best fit. Yeah, I mean, we talked earlier about how quality to me is important, but um, you know, sometimes clients are very particular about the way they want it done because it's the way they've had it done, and um, it doesn't result in the best product, and you know that's difficult sometimes because you sometimes have to do what the client wants and, and let them, you know, I, I give them my best explanation possible, but sometimes they don't, they don't trust you. And, um, you know, so yeah, it, that, that's definitely true. And I think doing things like this, like this podcast and getting the message out about, I'm ready to work with you and help bring you up to speed with what is going on. Because like, like I said, with, with starting this business and even making the website, it's very important for me to know, for me to know what I'm doing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to know how every part of my website works and why it works that way. And the same thing with my process, like the screen printing is a shop, but it was built. Like I built it part by part the way it needed to be so that one person can run the machine. You know what I mean? Can run the machine of the, of the entire, entire space as a whole, you know? So it's a lot of like, engineering to make sure that systems work well together yeah for sure yeah. um all right frank i want to change you know switch gears back to you something just came to my mind i thought it made okay. me think of my dad um i mentioned earlier my dad was always looking for die cast metal cars um and his specifically was a 1969 chevy chevelle um and uh do you guys remember the brand Johnny Lightning. Johnny Lightning was a brand that was, I guess, the highest quality, and it was real die-cast metal. And, you know, these, took these cars out, and they would, you know, had a nice little weight tool. Is there something you're always, like, if, like, that thing my dad, no matter what, if he came across it, he bought it. Like, he, it didn't matter. Is there something, like, do you have that one thing, like, no matter what you're getting? He's got more than one. <laughs> I, have, I have quite a few one thing. <laughs> What's um, at least, you know, name a few. If it was Nike yeah. and made in the USA... Yeah, it it has to come home with me. Yeah. Um, so explain that uh, made in the USA. That's a bit. That's big. Uh, so it's, it's again going back to quality. Yeah. I mean, no offense to anyone, but when things were were shipped out overseas, there was a drop in quality mm. because it it made business sense, which came with a drop in cost. Right. Um, so it, there's a, a bit of nostalgia if you can find it, something with like so Nike used to have blue tags. Okay. Um, with like a grayish lettering on it and it, you just don't see those anymore so if you can find something with that like that's what like the original jordan line mid 80s would have a, a jordan or a, excuse me a nike logo on a navy blue tag on there yeah and it's just something special to find and the shirts are just, they're just so soft i mean they've been around for 35 years so they're mm. they've broken down very well and they they just are like paper thin but in a perfect like museum quality type of way yeah um Screen stars best. It's like just a, a tag you'll see in the back, black okay. with white lettering and some red stars on it. But again, they just hold up over time, and they just they fit better than like what you would pull off a rack today. Yeah. And typically, like 
they're the shirts that, that like a Fields Printwear or someone even before then would have done like family reunion shirts on for someone. Oh, so nice. you just find them with the randomest things on them. Right. But they're cool. Like, like a Bart Simpson, like someone did oh like God. a cartoon of a Bart Simpson bootleg Classic. back in the, the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and they would just do it on that because that, that was the available blanks back then. Or the, um, the bootleg Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Huge. Gucci I mean, ones. yeah. It, 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 it became so big that Gucci made a bootleg shirt of themselves. Like, they made it in the style of a bootleg. Oh, my wow. gosh. That's too funny. And yeah. put a big price tag on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so what's, what's, what's the holy grail find for you? Um, I would really like to find a pair of original Jordan, Jordan 1s from 85. Yeah. Like, I would like to find them out in the wild. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'll probably settle for buying them secondhand off someone that's already done it, to be honest. Right, right. The, the chances of me stumbling upon a, a pair aren't that like. like well, 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 But hey. I'll grab them anyway when I see them still. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, the baby boomers are starting to look into going to, you know, assisted living and all that other stuff. So those garages are slowly yeah, emptying yeah, yes. right now. Yeah, yeah. And they might have yeah. one of their old kids. Someone's lawn mowing shoes are <laughs> sitting in a garage right now. <laughs> yeah. and oh, does that hurt a little bit? <laughs> covered in green. I'm like, green oh, stains. I'll still like, take them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that is so classic um yeah that's 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 just awesome so so if someone were to go i know you guys put together you you know your website and all uh which is found.us so found us right found so us. i yep. like that yeah and it's p-h-o-u-n-d mm-hmm. uh dot us explain if someone were to jump on there right now while we're talking what they're gonna find um they're gonna find the best the best from us like that's our best stuff. Yeah. It's, it's our money t- ticket items. Like it's the stuff that, um, we kind of started the first times we picked were for the vintage community that we already were a part of, you know, we kind of wanted to introduce you know, cause if you're going to, if you're going to launch something vintage related, you kind of need to get blessed by the, by the people that are around you. You know, you need to have those, those people on your side if you're going to get that kind of, you know, Absolutely. clout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as soon as you go on there, it's, it's immediately straight to the product. You know, if it's, it's the most streamlined it could possibly be, it's all about the product. And, um, you know, you click, you click your category and then you get everything there right in front of you. And, um, you know, one click orders, stuff like that, something that's just super easy. And, um, yeah, and we try to make it, we try to make it as easy as possible. There's no hidden fees, no shipping. It's, it's all in the price. Whatever the big number is, is, is what you pay. And, um, yeah, and, and we, we also want it to be a place where people can, even if you're not on there to buy stuff, just come and look at what we got. And we try to, you know, like we, I said with the descriptions earlier, like we're just trying to do a little education as well. You know, you learn a lot from doing this. I mean, he can give a college dissertation on tags. So yeah. it's it's pretty serious. You know, it's um, there's a lot in it. And, um, you know, I, 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 did the, I did the descriptions last weekend before we uploaded everything and I was learning things yeah. you know I had items and I was like oh this is really cool like we have we have something on there from um we have a game worn uh Sixers jersey from um Weatherspoon right is his name um who was drafted the year that Charles Barkley was traded and so his nickname was Baby Barkley as in he's gonna replace Barkley didn't end up that way but sure. yeah. but you know he picked that out and I'm sure he knew that, but I didn't know that. And yeah. when I was writing the descriptions, I was doing a lot of research on it and I was like, wow, this is like really cool. Maybe really we shouldn't cool. sell this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's always, that's always a fight too. Yeah, yeah. Should you sell it? Should you keep it? Yeah. 
museum versus the merch. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so, what can someone expect? Uh, like the price range, anywhere from X to X, zero to a million. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, you know, we we have some more pricey items on there now, but that's you know that's where our our stuff comes in. You know, if you really want to support, our t-shirts are fifteen dollars. Can't beat yeah, that. You know exactly. Um. And it it's it's difficult when you sell vintage because you're not necessarily trying to reach a mass audience. You're trying to reach a specific person. So, you know, you go onto our website and where on most websites you'll see, you know, second or third line is the size, but we only have one to offer you. So you don't get to choose the size. You get right. to find the thing that you like and pick this, pick the item, you know? So that's, you know, third or fourth on the list of importance. You know, it's more important to tell you where it came from and why it's cool than what size it is. Cause you ain't got a choice. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, all right. So can you explain a little bit how you all um, leverage social media on whether it's building a community or staying involved with the community mm -hmm. um, of, of vintage merch and and how you built, you know, found creative? Yeah, sure. I, and the, my dad can speak more about this, but the, the vintage community is very inviting to yeah. people. It's, it's a generally positive community, which is why I s still like it. You know, I don't like the negativity and, and Antoine's the same way. I mean, he, you, like you said, he's posting us, he's posting everybody, yeah. you know, because he's more interested in seeing people grow and seeing people around him make money than, you know, hoarding everything to himself and saying nobody else in town can cut hair or nobody else can do what I'm doing. You know, he's always supportive and that's, you know, what makes him and his business so great. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, building with, with us building found creative out, um, I wanted to highlight each cool thing we do. You know, I wanted to, I want to bring a different sort of attention to everything. Um, you know, I, everybody can go on our, our Instagram right now and see the videos that I created for our product merch. I mean, I, we put a good amount of time into them and we're going to keep putting time into each one of those posts because it's about more than just a design on a t-shirt. There's a lot of ideas that go behind it, a lot of time and thinking that goes into it. So with our Instagram, especially you can find a, a rich amount of things to look at and see and learn. And that's really what we're about. You know, I'm not on there to get a million followers. You know, I'm more on there to connect with somebody who's really interested in what we're doing and really wants to work and build something cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. So, so where do you see yourself? Um, you know, what's the 2020 vision? Where, where, where do you want to see you guys, you know, whatever, two, three, four years out from now? I want to be calling him boss yes <laughs> four to five years from now that, that would be considered a big victory yeah for sure um, but i just want to see them keep growing yeah um and like i said at the beginning like the the found the vintage part of this it's really just a passion project sure um but it's a way to to help him continue to grow um and four to five years from now our twins um in the middle uh so we have twins who mm -hmm. are uh 13 and our youngest is six so our twins will be getting ready to finish up high school and i don't know what path they're going to go down but getting to see them grow into this as well is really cool just even to think about yeah absolutely mm -hmm. that's awesome what about you christian uh the, the future is cloudy i don't know yeah um you know i'm still in school um i definitely when i get out of school want to push forward at this 100 percent um I would, I like to say I'm already at a hundred percent, but yeah. I think I can do a whole lot more with this. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's about building one step at a time, I think. Um, 
it's tough to know exactly what I'll be doing, but um, I just hope it's it's continuing to create things that are satisfying to me, you know, and finding new ways to do that, uh, which can be tough at times. But you know, then there's people that come into your life and they're they just got the next cool idea, and yeah. you're I'm just like ready to hop on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, let's go. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. All right, so so in in wrapping this bad boy up, um, if if you know there's someone who wants to start their own business or wants to start their own um you know youtube channel or whatever someone's aspiring to do something you know your 13 year old siblings what's your recommendation to them um don't be scared it's it's failure is a lot scarier than it is uh debilitating you know it we 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 tend to think of it as this thing that we're gonna fail and somebody's gonna tell us our work's bad or somebody's gonna come back with a whole bunch of stuff and think, and then we're going to be crushed. But that's really not the case. You know, right. people, people fail all the time and the greatest people have failed multiple times. And so like fail now while you can learn and get better, you know? I love it. Now, uh, one more time, the website and your social media handles. Yeah. Found.us is the website. So P H O U N D dot us. And you can find me on found creative. And at Found Online. And also at Christian P. Hanna. That's my personal one. If you want to see some more behind-the-scenes stuff. Awesome. All right, so, guys, thank you for joining us. This was awesome. I love the bond that you guys have. I love that you guys are very supportive of one another. Um, I think that's what's making this successful, and I think that's what's going to catapult this to the next level, to be honest with you. Nice. So, uh, all right, we like to wrap things up with a quote, with two quotes. First one by Thomas Paine. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. And the second one by Bobby Knight. The will to succeed is important, but what's more important is the will to prepare. I am found in this episode. We have special guests, Christian and Frank Hanna. We cover topics that range from apparel, printing, designs, brand building, vintage merchandise, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Thomas Paine and Bobby Knight. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.